Welcome to Parade of Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Hi, how are ya? Look, we're in the studio again. We are in the studio again. Much better sound there in here. Go. Fuller sound with mics that we hold with our hands. And no annoying background instead of a fork. <laughs> instead of a fork or <laughs> using a fork as a mic stand. Yeah, we have our actual mic stands with foam on it. Fancy. Um, so last time I was on my way to a first date. Yeah, we had brunch. Yeah. Delightful. Uh-huh. We had coffee, even more delightful. And then you went straight to your date. I dropped you off. I was really literally, late. Uh, 10, 20 But minutes. he wasn't he wasn't there yet because he lived like around the corner. He made it so convenient for himself. He didn't meet me partway. I was going to say, I remember us talking about you giving me a little bit of grief because I want the dates to be not necessarily across my street. They're but really close. Your dates are around your corner as well. I always give them an option. These are things in my area these are things in your area and these are things in between usually along our train lines that intersect so to be fair it's pretty close to my house in comparison Mm -hmm. it wasn't in the city it was in brooklyn it was like right on the edge of park slope and windsor terrace Mm -hmm. right um but it was right around the corner from his house um so i met him it was a pub it was like the most beautiful fall day it was we should have been outside doing fun things. And I met him at this pub. I didn't want to drink in the afternoon, even though I had a Mm -hmm. Bellini with you. Like I wanted to, you know, I'm trying to drink less, not more. The place that I dropped you off was literally at the mouth of the park. Right. I know. Did he not? No. (laughs) And I even said I wanted to sit outside and there was outside tables, but then we didn't. And I like halfway through the date, I like peeked outside and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm looking to see if there's a table because I said I wanted to sit outside. (laughs) <laughs> and the bar, t- it was like a pub, which, you know, I used to spend so much time in pubs. Mm-hmm. I love pubs. There's something great about them, but uh, it's not really my thing right now. It, but it's also quite hard to be inside. I know that bar. I have I was a beer beer club member of that bar years ago. And it's, it has some, acu- it, it's aut- aut- autistic. No, uh, acoustically challenged. It gets loud in there. It just wasn't like a great date place. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to give me water. And all I wanted to drink was water. So I kept having to get up. You know, a lot of bars in New York City, if you mm-hmm. don't live here, have like water with glasses like in the corner and you mm-hmm. serve yourself because they don't want to do it. And I get that. But I was sitting at the bar with him. So it's kind of rude for me to get up. And it was kind of mm-hmm. awkward. But I could tell he was into me because every time I got up, he's like, where are you going? I'm okay. like, I'm going all to get right. more water. Out of a fucking disgusting red plastic cup with no straw and no ice because that's what people do and I fucking hate it. Um, so I had a drink. He was so handsome. I we, We're not supposed to talk about your dates prior to recording, but that's the only information I know about this date. You texted, so cute. He was so cute because it's so rare that I go on a date with someone mm-hmm. who's like hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hot. So it's like, you know... You know what? Hey, I'm not going to debate that. To other that. people, John. So, no. Hey, to each it's his own. It's just that you know my personality. <laughs> well, no. You, sp- yeah, you so probably used to think I was hot until you knew me. Um, well, like maybe I'm your type. six minutes into the conversation. <laughs> I was like, oh, fair. You, we're just going to be friends. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, so uh, he walks up and he says, let's pretend my real name is Lucy. And he's like, hi, Lucy. Nice to meet you. And I go, hi. And he's like. I said, nice to meet you too. And he's like, you don't know my name, do you? And I said, no, because he had his initials okay. on Hinge. So he introduced himself. His name FB, is... FB, fuckboy, okay. 
basically. <laughs> so if it was FB, let's say his name was Frankel. Okay. It's not his name. And But it just had like an on the end. And I was like, this is not a great name. Um, <laughs> but uh, okay. So we went with it. So he has a 13-year-old daughter. He's handsome. He might have like who spread lives, his seeds. Er- er- yeah. Um, who lives with uh, her mother and her mother's husband and baby sibling. Okay. Uh, upstate a little bit. He sees her every other weekend at his parents' house, like sort of near Westchester. Okay. He is also an architect. Okay. Um, but, and he's 38. Okay. Lives with three roommates. Why? Wait, why? You said architect? And then kid? So you would think, yes, you would think like full-grown adult. Yeah. I mean, even if you wanted to live with your three best friends in the entire world, you'll just buy different, like three different, um, uh, or like, you know, uh, rent three different apartments in the same building. Yeah, no. And I, so he was talking about his new personal trainer and he said something like, I got to stop seeing him. And I said, why? He's like, well, I can't afford that. And it was only two fifty a month. So I was like, oh huh. no, well, this is. guy is okay. not in a good, $250 a month for four training sessions is cheap. Really? Oh, so oh, I was, sorry. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you spend all your extra money on lenses. Um, I, I mean, I don't think that's a lot of money. Okay. And so I was really surprised. And when he told me all this, I was like, I guess I'm doing really well for myself. Like, I don't know. I mean, he must pay some sort of child support. But I was just kind of like, why? Why do you live with roommates? And one of his roommates is in his 40s. One is in his 20s. And I was but just also like, what three. the fuck? That's so many. So many. And he's living like kind of far out in Brooklyn. Like, it's not the most exp- It's a nice neighborhood. Yeah, it's a nice neighborhood. But it's not really expensive. Yeah. I mean, you, you get- and I kind of basically live in the same area. Yeah. You can get good deals. I mean, I live in a very, very affordable apartment. So he lives on the park. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. The apartment is like on it. Um, But I was just kind of like, wow. So we sat there, we talked. But so we did this thing where we answered the question at the same time to see if we had the same answers as one another Mm -hmm. for like politics and religion and things like that. And we were totally aligned. Super funny. And I said he was cute. So I was kind of like, oh, like, okay, okay, maybe he's not where he needs to be in life. But he also said, you know, he's like doing some things this year to try to change that, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, He did say that he just signed his lease for another year because he loves that place because I kind of went, ooh, when he said about the roommates. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) I mean, obviously I'm still single, so how picky can I be? And the kid's situation is pretty good because when he sees her, it's at his parents' house, so I would kind of never have to see her. And so... He's like, yeah, well, but thinking, she's like thinking far in advance. Okay, cool. She, he, well, because on the first date, he was like, I mean, she's basically she's in high school now, and so she's basically done. I'm basically done with her. And I was like, well, I don't know. But he was like, you would just be like dad's girlfriend or whatever. And I was like, I don't know if that's true because I met my stepmother at 15 and lived with her for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. she was very much my stepmother. She's very much involved in my life, okay, and not at all just like my dad's person. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, so that would be you. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so bold, but you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes, uh, people find that endearing that you're already thinking that far in advance in the first date mm, or flag. maybe it's yeah. fine. It could be either way. Yeah. So obviously some red flags there, okay. but, um, we had a nice time, Good. left it, went home. It was, I thought it was a successful first Wait, date. Wait, kiss? 
Make out, tongue no. in your throat? No, just no. I think he kind of tried to kiss. It was a hug. Okay. I often hug to meet people on a first date mm-hmm. too. I just that's what most people yeah. want to do. That's fine. Um, he probably wanted to go for a kiss, but you know me, I'm shy. Okay. Well, I mean, you had and kisses it was the in the first of the day. Date. Yeah, but they have to like really try. Oh, okay. If they're trying to be like kind of subtle about it, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, dodge yeah, to the side yeah, for the hug. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you ha- and so- I got the mask. The mask is my favorite accessory for dates. I don't know if we talked about this, but I can just put it on as we're leaving and then avoid the whole situation. Okay. And it's not even that I didn't want to kiss him. I'm just that shy. And he didn't make a def- definitive move. Okay. All right. No, that's that's on him. If he did. I mean, I just am like, ah. okay. like I'm like a hugging bear. Nobody yeah, knows okay. what's happening. But how, so psycho screening went well. Um, very, very Lots handsome. of red flags, though. So apart from the the kid, <laughs> kid financial roommates. Um, that's what I did. You- and he's older than the other architect, and yet less successful based on the financial situation. Did he switch careers at all, or has no? Oh, he's but been an but he got out of college, and Barely. they had the baby. Oh, so maybe there was a time where he had to stop. Well, he like couldn't really focus on his career, mm. right? They tried to make a go of it. And um, that was also like when the economy sort of was still yeah. shitty. So, or maybe the divorce wasn't as great. Right. No, it was two thousand eight. So, yeah. okay. Um, more on that later. But that was the first date. Oh wow! More, more on that meaning there is a follow up. Okay, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> uh, there, there's already. It's been a while since we've recorded now, and I've been a busy, a busy lady. Yeah, you've been busy on the dating front. I've just been busy, busy. It's well, I've been dying. busy, busy on top of oh, dating. That's true. Well, okay. This yeah, is yeah. like, I don't even know what date is. So um, the last time I saw you, mm-hmm. you had told your, is she your girlfriend now? Yeah, you kind yeah, of, it's, it's, she called you her boyfriend. Yeah, let's put it at that. <laughs> okay, and you said that you loved her. Yeah, uh, I mean. I'm but you prob- still have wild cards that you can fuck some other people at this Which point i don't know why you're considering using again, those and we did talk about that and at, at this point too it's not that for the lack of one but i don't know when else i'm gonna do anything the it's been good busy i mean i'm happy that you know i've been busy but i did treat myself with some quote unquote birthday christmas uh hanukkah thanksgiving gifts for myself uh, so I, it's just going to be work the entire time. So I, I'm not even thinking about anything else right I now. I want to know what happened with the girl. I don't give a shit. So she <laughs> is away for a few. Uh, so she is in Guatemala for uh, a cool. couple of weeks for her, one of her closest friend's wedding. So she's. Um, I stayed with her again a week after I told her I love her with no response. I stayed her with her again for a couple of days. Um <laughs> Bless you. Um, Thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, like we talked about, um, I wasn't going to kind of like make a big deal out of it. I figured, you know, I I was a little bit. I know, but concerned. Did, did anything happen? Did you say it again? No, I never. I didn't did say it again. Say it? She didn't say it. Um, I I'm still perturbed that she says it a whole lot to the dog. Um, so she has a dog. Um, You're jealous of the dog. Jealous, of, not jealous of the dog. I'm jealous about how open she is with her verbal feelings to the dog. <laughs> I know she's very. I've been there. Yeah, I've, I've been jealous of cats. There you go. Well, I love my cat. I say I love you to whiskey probably like sixteen thousand di- times a day. Okay. Yeah, but again, so she's very verbal to the dog. To me, she's very physical. 
So I am. I have no doubt she likes my company. We have. She likes squirting. We've ruined many. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did you get a plastic covered mattress yet? I, I, so what happened was I stayed with her on a Thursday, and that was essentially the first night that we had together without the dog. So we really went bonkers that night. Um, and then the, the thing was, uh, where was the dog? Oh, cause it was, the dog okay. was picked up by the sitter for the next couple of weeks and it, the dog will be staying with the sitter. So it was just us. We had a wonderful meal. We had our first round and then it's like, you know what? It's fine because, uh, she was going to change the seats anyway, because, uh, there was going to be a house sitter to, uh, take over her apartment for a couple of weeks, which is great. But after she changed her seats, we ruined it again. So. So Jesus. I was, like, so I was like, you're just gonna have to do a lot of wrong. She's like, she's she's Are uh, you sure it's not piss? So she, have you made her incontinent at this point? She always sniffs because she herself doesn't know. <laughs> Cause I, I She keep, does a smell test after that is not hot. I, so for me it's like I was like, I love it. I even if it you know, sometimes cause we, You don't have a big dick though. I'm I'm not going to say, oh, no, okay, I'm going to be vocally self-critical. This is not a black dude's dick. This is not going to be like 10 inches that will ram your kind of like. Because my friend, was, our friend was telling me the other day that she peed on a guy because his dick was just so exactly. big. But I think it's different for every person. It's maybe the motion of the ocean, the speed, the the. No, tease. I know. I just wanted to clarify so, that you don't have a big dick. No, I, this is again. <laughs> this it, is skill. But also, are you doing it on purpose? No, 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 not at all. I've been doing the same, not necessarily the same, but I've just been, every time she comes now, she squirts the effort. Yes, yes. And the first few times, it was maybe like a dribble. Does she skirt? I know. Does she now squirt when she, she masturbates? No, no. I've seen, I've watched. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Did she fuck a pillow like that one girl? No. <laughs> That's apparently a thing. I went on Pornhub maybe a couple of weeks ago, and that's a thing. Like, oh you know, God. humping a pillow. It's like, oh, it's it's not weird. I apparently can get paid to hump a pillow? I mean, I wouldn't come, but I could fake it. You, I mean, most, probably most people fake it on Pornhub, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so. It's porn. Uh, yeah, I think it's part of the comfort of, of you know, she the trusts. Of- you know, but <laughs> I keep on telling her, it's like, I, I actually, this is going to be TMI and gross. I love sleeping uh, in the wet spot. Uh, well, so we 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 do it on on the duvet on top on top of the sheets. Of uh-huh. course, not under not under the actual bed sheets. Okay. So it's not good for the feathers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, sometimes so when I'm under the sheets or when I'm under the the covers and my hand is over the sheet, sometimes I'll hug my the the blanket or the duvet and I'll usually hug the wet spot. Like I'd be surprised, like oh, what's that cold spot? Oh, it's like oh yeah, that was a mark, and I I love it. I I love because the thing is, for me, it's always the um, the the idea that she's super comfortable, that she is fine with it, and she's also um, fine with the extra laundry, which I hate. I hate doing my sheets. <laughs> so you'd rather make her squirt at her house? Yeah, I mean, I told her one time that hey, the, the last <laughs> honey, time I you... don't want to fuck tonight. I just no, no, did the laundry. <laughs> no, the last time it's like you know I I, I usually change my sheets every two weeks, mm. and then we ruined it midweek. 
Uh-huh. I was like, this is just going to last another week. I don't mind. Plus, if you fuck on top here, you do photo shoots in your house. I don't want to put my stuff on her wet spot, her dried wet spots. That, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, just maybe we okay. need to get like a tarp or a blanket or something for yeah. that. Well, yeah, something to towels. think about. No one should have to put their things in that. Yeah, I understood. I mean, but... Yeah, and, and also, maybe there's like these wet sheets that they use for babies that might be good for you to fuck on. I've often thought that Thanks, who makes period yeah. panties, should be making um, sheets for Ooh. squirters or for um incontinent people no or for women when they have their periods and they want to fuck oh oh yeah that's true that gets does get messy well i mean a lot of people put down a towel but then you're kind of like trying to keep, keep everything on the towel space. and like if you just had oh a- we we move around her king size bed it's like corner to corner okay right? but the idea is like we didn't make a big deal i didn't make a big deal out of it I'm still, I'm not. I can't get over the sniff yeah. test, though. Well, the thing, I, I ask her, too. It's like, you know, there was one uh, time, where, and I like feedback. We talk about it a lot. Communication is very key. So I always say, I was like, what can I do better? Or what did you like the most? Do you want me to do it again? And and one time I asked her. Do you her, do that right after sex? No, maybe a quick nap after. You know, okay. Not, not right after, because you want them to kind of enjoy and bask in the glory. Right. Um, but yeah, in bed uh, right before doing anything else. So it's at least within the bounds of the conversation. Huh. I've never been good at that. I try. Oh. I try to have those talk mm-hmm. with people. No. It needs to be a two-way thing. Like, you know, sometimes like there was a time when I did talk to it by one of the casuals that I, I've had. And, and she's like, you know, this is not, you know, I'm not comfortable talking about those kinds of stuff. So I was like, that's fine. But for us, and we've been together for a lot of months now and, uh, one question that I actually really want to find out is like, have you done this before? Is this a you thing or is it a me thing? Are you just super sensitive? Because like, I am fucking trophying this you around. you haven't asked that yet. I, I did, I did. Like, fair, like the second or third time that it happened. So um, she said that she'd never done it before and it's def- it's a combination of both. Like, uh, it's definitely like, you know, you know, it's not just all me. So you're... Wearing this like a trophy, but you're mad. She still didn't tell you she loves I'm, you. So yet. I'm not mad. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm happy about it. But you kind of want to murder the dog because she loves the dog. No, I just like I. I mean, my <laughs> thing. It's not that I want to murder the dog. Although the dog is annoying when we're sleeping at night. Right. Um. It's more of the idea that is it. I just want to figure out why. It. I know we're good. Do you say nice things to the dog? Because people are very attached to the animals. Okay. All the time. I keep on saying that, you know, she didn't have to hire a sitter. She could have been here. That was uh, semi-lie because I know she's going to eat. Uh, uh, whiskey is going to freak out. Um, but for, for me, like, the the what I want to figure out is it, is, is it because, you know, well, you know, maybe I'm misreading how connected we are. Okay. Maybe we need. I, I don't know if it's like a six more months thing rather than like a four. Have you taken her thing. on a really romantic date? We, of course. We got to the brought Hamptons. her flowers. Not flowers, but I bought fancy her other place. Stuff. You dressed up. Oh yeah, we did dress up. You hold her hand all the time. We hold her. Hand. Okay. We're very sweet. And again, physically, it's leaps and bounds. Right. The things that we've talked about. I've spoken to one of her friend. Like she was speaking to her best friend over Facetime. And I was there right beside her, and she like you know usually when you're talking to your best friend, you wouldn't want to 
No. Your, no. So I was there and <laughs> best friend was talking about like miscarriages and stuff like that. And I was like, are you sure that I'm okay to be here? It's like, no, yeah. I mean, you know, value your opinion. So it's, it's just the word. And maybe I'm just putting too much onus on the word or too much value on it. It really doesn't matter to me at all. I just want to make sure that nothing think- is wrong. Okay, I think in like a couple weeks after she gets back, spend like a week together. And then I think you should ask and be like, listen, so I feel like there's an elephant in the room. I said this to mm-hmm. you. Um, I know that we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Or check in and be like, are we doing okay? Yeah, yeah. But also be like, do you just have, because she might just have a sticking point with it. She might have like a history thing with someone maybe, else. Yeah, maybe it's a traumatic thing. So where, maybe like yeah. just hearing that story would make you feel better about yeah. it. Again, I, I, again, we've talked about the context in which I was the first person that she's dated for an extended period amount of time. Correct. And that's probably it. But and, just having a conversation about it might make you feel better. But all, and the thing, uh, like to close this point off, and that was the only main concern that I had when we started, when we started talking about this person is I don't, I mean, you don't want to be a rebound. It's not that I, it's definitely not a rebound, but I don't want to be the barrier between like, I'm your only basis of comparison. Right? I don't want that seed to seep in uh, that, you know, we're too far along now. We're like close to five months in now. It's no longer the first two, three months of dating a person where you can still talk and date with other people. At this point, you're not supposed to, or both of us are not supposed to be uh, talking to other people. It, and yet. And yeah, but the thing is like, we've talked about it. She's fine with it. and But that's the thing that we want to do. want to clarify a few more sticking points. But if that's the case, it's totally fine if, if it's... Uh, if if provided the context right now it's just like there's there's none and i'm it's a first world problem where everything is going well like we eat well we do fun things sex is amazing conversation is amazing i'm fine in this particular instance i don't think you should leave the door open to fuck other people because if your door is open hers is allowed to be open even though that's not what you guys talked yeah. about and if she starts fucking other people after having been with someone a long time it just leaves that like out for her so i would say for your sake and what you want out of life you should close that and you should stop talking to other people yeah. and get fully invested that's my advice you don't have to take it yeah. back to me back to you <laughs> <laughs> So the day after that conversation, I had two first dates. Mm. Um, I thought I would have time in October to date. I don't. But I wanted to. The first one I met in Bay Ridge. He um, is a doorman, which is a union. It's a good job in New York. Okay. Um, it's a blue-collar job, but it's a good, mm-hmm. like, really good income. Um, he lives in Sheepshead Bay, though, which is so far out. We had to coordinate for mm. a few weeks to try to find, like, a, a day and time that was good for both of us because he go he gets up at, like, 4 in the morning. Got it. So we met when he got done with work uh, in Bay Ridge. We had dinner. But, again, it was at a pub. A cool mm-hmm. pub, the Wicked Monk. It looks like the in inside of a cathedral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was late. I didn't mind. You know, he texted me. He was late. He was frustrated. I wasn't mad about it. It was fine. But it was just like a pub. So I had like a cheeseburger and a glass of wine. You know, Uh, he was a perfectly nice guy. You could tell he was a sweetheart. He had good manners, but he grew up in the South Bronx. So he definitely had like a rough edge to him. He was, um, I want to say it was like Irish or something. So white dude Mm -hmm. in the South Bronx, but he had a little bit of that accent Mm -hmm. and like, classic New Yorker, but from the not so nice area. No, uh, sorry, maybe South Bronx. I don't know. He lived in East New York for a while. Okay. So not great neighborhoods, especially for a white guy to be living in. Mm 
um, had some, you know, sold some drugs and did some things when he was young, came out of it. His, <laughs> his parents sent him away or whatever. But he just sort of had that like, you know, I like a lot of uh, born and raised New Yorkers, but not him. Not, not, not the, like the actual streets. When people talk about the rough and rough streets of New York, this is not the white guys that grow up on the streets. Mm. There's just something feels funny about that. Interesting. I've never thought about. It. I would have assumed that that would be. It almost better. feels but, like no, because it obviously, like you know, that's how they grew up. But it, it just feels like disingen like disingenuine or something. Plus. Really importantly, so I say he was a sweetheart to me, everything he did, but the games were on the background. It was like Yankees, oh, Red Sox games, so the sports screaming. are on. He takes off his hat, and he has a bald head. But most importantly, he made a comment about the situation that he grew up in, which was like kind of racist. Can you repeat the comment? I would not like to. Okay, then don't. Um, But because I would feel uncomfortable saying it, but he... He didn't use like the N word. It mm -hmm. wasn't quite that bad, but it was like, it was definitely like, oh, I don't think you should be saying yeah. that anymore. And I kind of made that face at him and like shook my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was early on in the date. So he definitely lost me there. Mm -hmm. He was nice otherwise. But even if he hadn't said that, um, he wasn't my type. Yeah. Okay. So he, you know, he walked me to the train and I was like, you know, that's sweet and everything. I knew he wanted to see me again. I knew I did not want to see him again. Okay. Um, he sent me a couple of messages. He didn't ask me out, but he was just like, hey, how was your day? Da, da, da. And so finally I said, you know, you're such a sweetheart and I hope you um, meet Bye. someone great. But there just wasn't a romantic vibe for me. You're not my type. Or I said, and he's like, what do you mean? Or something like that. And I said, he got, he got, I pissed him off. He got offended <laughs> with my message. And I thought my message was nice. I, th I mean, again, in the end, it, I, Oh, I think he deleted me, so I can't even read it yeah. to you. But I hurt his feelings. Yeah. And I said, I'm so sorry that I hurt your feelings. Um, you just weren't my type. Yeah. And that's not something that I can choose. Mm -hmm. um, that's just chemistry, and it's either there or it's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I being on the butt end of that conversation, regardless of, there's a, a range whether you choose the best words and you make it as nice as possible, it'll still hurt their feelings. But also on the other end, you know, on the other side, I mean, the guys would always think that, you know, maybe given it a bit more chance and opportunity, but maybe I can he, be your type. But no. you're you're right. Sometimes he was like so photogenic. And in his pictures, he even showed me a picture with his grandma when we were on the date. And I was like, oh, you know, there. Yeah, he looks good. But in person, no. Oh, oh well, again, you, it's the downside to being photogenic. Yeah, your type, your type is your type. I mean, I, I don't really have one. And he was like, I thought you didn't have a type. And I was like, I don't, but you're not it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't feel the romantic connection. There you go. Yeah. So then I went straight from there to my other date, which was also in Bay Ridge. <laughs> okay, so efficient. I was like, yeah. And he knew I had something going on beforehand, but he didn't know it was a date. Mm -hmm. um, he, like big juxtaposition, he owns his apartment in or house or whatever in Bay the Ridge. The second date for that day. Yeah. Okay. Um, he is, I want to say, 31. Wow. Impressive. Owns his own place in Bay Ridge and is a accountant, uh, like a corporate accountant. Um, no kids, never been married, half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. Okay. Tall though. All right. Um, 
has a dog. Not a dog that's really my type of dog, but whatever. Mm-hmm. One uh, red flag is that on his hinge, one of his pictures has a Snapchat filter, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, no grown man should have that. I hope he was doing trying to do it ironically. I'm not sure. In his pictures, he kind of looked like a bro, like a douche bro, uh, Bay Ridge accountant with money, Guido type. But obviously, he's you know he's mm-hmm. Latin, um, and he was really nice. We were supposed to meet at one place. It was closing early, so we picked another. And again, the game was still on, and it was like echoing in this place. It was my actual hell. But we had a really good time. For him, I was a novelty date. He saw my hinge profile about being good with your hands and your mouth simultaneously, and oh. things like that. And he was like. This chick's interesting. We didn't. We hardly spoke at all, so it was really like a blind date in many ways. Okay. Um, but it went really well. Oh. We we got along. He asked me more questions than I asked him, which is rare. Nice. Like usually, I'm basically interviewing someone. Mm-hmm. This was not like that. Um, we were both curious about one another, and even though I had to get home and go to bed, as did he, like we could have kept talking for hours. That's good. Yeah. So well, I'll probably see him again. Congratulations, half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. Yeah, I don't know what we should call it. Accountant. The accountant. We can call the him accountant. the accountant. 31. So you're, cradle, bought- you're cradle snatching a little bit there. Fuck off. How do you feel about that? Well, no one knows how old I am. So I know. I you're 78 fine. years old. <laughs> you're a witch that drinks baby's blood. But the other architect was also 31. Oh, okay. I mean, I think that I banged so- a few weeks ago. So, um, he uh, he bought his house at twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, had I not gotten married, I probably bought that house too. But yeah. No. So I mean, you know, and Bay Ridge is pretty close to where I live, so it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's handsome enough and really fit. So there you go. Yeah. Prospect. Yeah. Good cheese. I, al- stable I almost place. was like, should I bone him because I'm here? <laughs> but I didn't. I went home and he didn't try to kiss me either. He was very respectful. He also walked me to the train, which is funny because <laughs> this is like side note, but I wear these horrible orthotics because all of my <laughs> joints are going to shit from my dancing and they're squeaky. In my shoes because okay. they rip out the insoles of like my and replace two hundred dollar and put the orthotics, orthotics in and the orthotics squeak on like the leather that's inside the shoe. So as these guys are walking me to the train, I'm like prancing on my toes trying to not that have my shoes squeak because when it's just us, it's so embarrassing. But anyway, this old lady was like waiting for the bus and she's like, "Do either of you have the app?" And he pulled out his phone and he helped her find a bus and I was like, "Oh, that is cute." Okay, well, good, well. good points for. The accountant. All right. Well, I, hey, see, you you have handsome dudes, you have union dudes, you have... And I still miss my ex. Architects and accountants. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I've been... We were supposed to hang out a few times this weekend, but we didn't. My ex or your ex? Your ex. Oh. I miss your ex too. Fuck off. <laughs> um, so there was that. And then uh, I was supposed to have a different first date or two last week. I had like so many dates scheduled. Look at that. Um, but some of them didn't work out. One of them like never gave me a time and a place. And I said, this is too frustrating day of like we said, you know, Monday. And if Monday doesn't work Wednesday and on Monday, I was like, it does work. And where are we meeting and what mm-hmm. time? 
And he's like, well, I don't know. Where are you? And I'm like, just fucking say a neighborhood and a time or a place and a time. And so going back and forth all day, I'm running around the city running errands and he doesn't get back to me with a fucking place. So I text him. I said, or through the app, I was like, this is too frustrating trying to do this through the app because it was the day when Mm -hmm. everything was down. Like WhatsApp was down. Nothing was working properly that day Mm -hmm. for me at least. And when I'm out, my phone notifications don't go. And I don't have my notifications on for fucking Hinge or Bumble. So I gave him my phone number. And then he continues to text me back through the app. And I think that's rude. I think it's something we need to talk about on the podcast. Because if someone gives you their phone number, he sent me his phone number back, which people do because then they're like, okay, Mm. if you get something from this number, it's me. Fine. I don't need that. What you should do is send me a text and be like, hey, this is John L. And then continue the conversation. Does that mean he didn't want you to have his number so no he gave me (laughs) his number but then he continued to message through the app and i was like you're not following my directions and now we have like a stalemate of who's gonna go to texting so he never got back to me with the time and a place and i was like okay it was raining that day i'm now a bag lady from running my errands all day i was like now i'm heading back to brooklyn he lives in brooklyn he's like okay i just got home uh like Give me a fucking time and place. He and he, this guy's a dad, and he was a novelty date for me because he teaches comedy in Spanish. So I was like, perfect. Those are two things. Wait, I'm comedy in Spanish and oh, teach us like, separate. It's like it's awesome. I'm only gonna do That'd comedy in specific, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was kind of like, whatever, dude. And then he messaged me. Now it's been another week. And he was like, change your mind. And I was like, switch to fucking text message. You're not following directions. And he was like, I love the sweet messages from you because I was like, you literally, like all you had to do was name a time and a place. It's not that complicated, dude. See, here's... Because here's a woman will be like, that time doesn't work for me. Can we do eight o'clock? Oh, that neighborhood's kind of far. Could we do something more? Like, just give us a starting point for mm-hmm. the negotiations. Yeah, I'm like, yeah frame, get, get the guardrails up. But that is funny because like, uh, I don't think um, so. I try to be. I listen. I follow directions. I try to be clear, clean, and clear, and provide lots of options. I make one mistake like that. I'd be like, people's like, ah. That's why like, I told him to fuck off I, on Wednesday. He's like, are we still getting together tomorrow? I said, I didn't think so. You haven't been able to pick a time and a place. Yeah. Pick imagine. a fucking time and a place and text me when I give you my fucking phone number that you didn't even ask for. I'm like, can we please switch to this? Mm-hmm. What you're doing is inconvenient. And then he continues to do the inconvenient thing. How's it going to be when I try to fuck that person? Not good. Probably making jokes while fucking. Well, that would be great. You know, I love that. Knock, knock. Feed me with my labia. Hey, knock, knock. Who's there? Butt sex. (laughs) Butt sex who? (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer is (laughs) no. Dumb, dumb. (laughs) Uh, The the correct answer is. No soliciting and slam the door. <laughs> uh, no entry here. Uh, wait, so this is an efficient pod. This We're already on your third date. We've done, yeah, we covered three Ooh. and four because that guy didn't get another one. Okay. All right. So hey, I'm ready to rock someone, and roll. Okay. Someone else canceled. It's fine. It didn't work out. He's hot. I hope to reschedule, but leaving it in his mm. court. Someone else is like, oh, uh, you're always busy on the weekends. I said, yeah, if you wait till the weekends, yes, I'm going to be busy. You mm-hmm. have to book in advance. I'm currently booking for next week, Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, that's how I roll. Yeah, but we're all busy. Even if it's not about dating, we're all fucking busy, bro. Absolutely. Like you need to, and I'm um, also And so, like again, I'm in demand. I don't go on these dates. Mm-hmm. People aren't like, "Oh, I don't want to see you again." I pretty much always get asked out on another date. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to get in the roster, dude, you got to put in the effort. And we're also just 
tired and recuperating, which is what I'm feeling like right now. It's like now I'm actually regretting. Don't talk about how you're tired. I'm tired. I got so much more to tell you. Okay, okay so the other dad popped up. The first so wait, dad that, so that wait, I went wait, out wait. with. I want to, I want to, this is the fifth one. All right. This is the fifth persona that we've talked about in the dating. All right, we're moving on to the sixth. So remember the black dad that I went out with like a couple months ago? I really liked him. Everything really clicked. I heard from him again. The basketball shorts dad? No, no that wasn't. That okay. was the Jamaican guy. Um, the uh, He worked in advertising. Okay. We went on one date. We talked for a long time, but like we were never able. He The one with the place in the south of France and and out in Long Island. The, Got the one with a kid that is living with the mom. I think out, one or two. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's what I said, the dad. Yeah, yeah. That's what that means. No, that's living. So he popped up again. Abroad. And then last week after the hot date, the Irishman popped up again. Again, but we've already X'd that out. He is already blacklisted from the reviews from your friends. <laughs> correct. Correct. But he popped up again. He texts me and he's like, what are you up to? And I hadn't decided what I was up to that day because I was fucking exhausted from my gig the mm-hmm. night before. And I was like, I haven't figured it out. He's like... I said, I thought you weren't interested. I haven't, or he said, are you married yet? And I said, no. He said, good. And I said, why is that good? You're mm-hmm. not interested. And he was like, yes, I am. I was like, no, you haven't. I haven't heard from you in weeks. Mm-hmm. You were a dick after I fucked you. You stood me up the next day. You owe me $2,000. Like, I was going <laughs> to say, that's the only thing that I, because again, I, I wanted to ask for these people that are popping up after disappearing, let's say, um, the, is that, cool because that is that flattering because they remember you or they kind of still think about you despite the time or it's just like obviously they were kind of horny and bored okay so um i mean i never fucked the dad Mm -hmm. i i kind of told him to piss off because he wasn't scheduling something with me i'm Mm -hmm. like don't just i don't just want to text people if you want to get together, let's get together. If mm-hmm. you can't get together, this is, it was like the third week in a row we were trying to coordinate and he was going out of town every weekend. I'm like, obviously this is not a priority to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to assume you're not interested. The Irishman, he like, he said he was moving offices. Then I sent him a text like, are you done moving? And he was like, what move? And I was like, okay, was this a lie you made up <laughs> that you forgot you told me or whatever? He's actually <laughs> changing jobs. Oh, got it. Um, and so he apologized and said, let me come to Brooklyn, take you out to dinner tonight and make it up to you. And I was like, that's nice of you, but I'm not sure that today is the best day for that because I was just tired. Yeah. I just wanted like a lazy day. Um, and I said, and I have my period. So if you're looking to bang, I can't do that today. He's like, no, I don't care. I just want to like hang out with mm-hmm. you. So I think that kind of covers the, are they just looking to bang thing? No? Uh, no, I mean like, I think, uh, and I didn't really want to hang out with him unless we could bang because I don't like his personality that much. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being uh, honest, I'm like, can we wait a few days so I can at least get laid? Yeah, I no, I think it, in the end, it's like, I mean, speaking speaking for myself, but also most guys when they kind of have this idea in their head to meet a person with the possibility of doing something with said person, even if that possibility doesn't happen you already had the seed of seeing that person anyway. So okay. it'll already be fun. But yeah, hey, well, I don't know. So even though he was kind of a dick to me, he liked me. Oh. He was hurt that I didn't like him. And I didn't like him from the moment I met him because he thought he was going to like impress everyone. Maybe <laughs> that's the reaction women have to him. And I was so unimpressed and not eating his 
I want to say not eating his ass, but I, then I'm like, wait, did I eat his ass? <laughs> <laughs> um, that he's not used to people having that reaction. So that was part of it. And remember, I went on the other date right after. Mm-hmm. And so he was butthurt about it. So this is like, there's layers to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway... I finally, I got my laundry done. I like finally got myself off my couch, did my laundry, did my other things. I said, listen, if you really want to hang out and you want to come to Brooklyn to see me, I could go to a late dinner, like eight o'clock. I said, or I'd been wanting to go to that pizza place we went to once in the city. And I said, there's this cute pizza place near Union Square that I'd be willing to meet you because he lives in Astoria. So mm-hmm. for those of you listening that haven't been to New York or don't Super know New York North. well, the story is like in Queens and you have to go through the city to get to where I live in Brooklyn. This guy does not have a car. So, you know, Union Square would be about halfway. Yeah. Um, and it's a place I wanted, but it's kind of expensive. So I was like, oh, he could take me yeah. to dinner. It's not crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good food, too. So Oh, it's great. Enjoy. And it's pizza. Yeah. Every guy likes pizza. So um, I offered that and he's like, no, come up here. I said, where's here? He said, the Upper East Side. And he sends me a picture of his half-drankiness at the pub. He just said that he wanted to meet you in Brooklyn. And make it up to me and take me to dinner. He said, I'll get you a cab. I said, no, that's too far. I'm not going to the Upper East Side on my day off while I'm hanging out in Brooklyn. And I said, funny how you went from, oh, let me make it up to you, to to now come. And he's like, but the game is on. Football game. He want, and I was like, you want me to come to the Upper East Side and watch- from my house to watch you watch sports? No. And this is where it went off the rails. <laughs> I mean, we've already had uh, um, reviews from other people how... His dick is not impressive. My client slept with him. Yes, all of that is true. Um, but like I said, the sex, there was something there. He was trying to make me squirt. He ate my ass. Like I was like, well, maybe I'd fuck him again, but I'm not interested in him as a person. I don't find him impressive. He had a nice body. He was the uncircumcised one. He could be just a, um, a FUBU material. So you should be just texting him. It's like, right. Want to bang. Want to, I'm only going to use you for your body. Uh, much like how women use me. Right. So I said no. Th- he's, so he sends me this picture. Here's the picture. Of the bar of where the bar. he was at. Yeah, he's not even in it. And I just said no thank you. He said, okay, you're lost. I said, that's fine. I'm not a pub girl anymore. I like dinners. It's my favorite team, so whatever. I said, ah, sports, no thanks. Have fun. He said, wow, compromising. And I said, huh? He's like, I like sports. You don't. And I was like, that's cool. That's something you do with your friends. He said, wow, that's what I'm looking for in my partner's I said, you're looking for a woman to watch sports with? I like crafting, dancing, and shopping. I'm not looking for a guy to do those things with, though I'd be happy if one wanted to. There are a lot more amenable hobbies that I have that I hope to share with someone, but sitting in a bar watching sports isn't one of them, especially not on a second date. This would have been our second date. And I said, hysterical that you were going to come to Brooklyn. And so the next day, he sends me a message. He said, my name. And he said, you really want to be like this? And I laughed out loud when I got this. And I said, me? Oh, my gosh, you must be joking. A second date, you want me to come from Brooklyn to the Upper East Side to watch you watch a game? That is bonkers. That's not a date. At which point, he then calls me. He was the one that used to always call on FaceTime. Calls me to argue with me about this and says, relationships are about compromise. And I was like, dude. That is not a compromise. That's not a compromise. And we're not in a relationship. I just met you. We didn't even really have a proper first date. (laughs) Like... Are you joking? No. 
Again, it's so really then this- wait. So here's how he gets off the phone. I said, I haven't heard from you in weeks. And then you pop up, you offer to come to Brooklyn, take me to dinner, make it up to me like you're going to romance me. And then you switch to this. And he says, um, uh, that should be conversation over right He's there. like, well, right. And he's like, and you're not going to hear from me for weeks again either. And I said, cool, do you, bro? And I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was hysterical. I couldn't wait to tell you. No, that, it really does seem that uh, the reviews from the people that he slept with in the community, uh, whatever like ethnicity <laughs> that is, is kind of right. Like it's super selfish. Like at yeah. one second, it's like I mean, he'll you could do tell that. Yeah, he'll he'll do whatever it takes to kind of like pry that door open because it seems like it was already shut for a while. Yeah. And then it was like, ooh, I'll go there. And then once you start conversing, it's like, all right, now come here. It's like that's that's a douchiest douche. But he's also not used to boundaries, clearly. Yeah, and again, it's it's good that you have other options for even just banging. Right? Yeah. You know. So that was four days, mm-hmm. and that's our podcast for today. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. The rest to be continued. Ta-da. Ta-da. Thank you for listening. Bye.